the part that contributes to the success of any DeFi project or any NFT project or, you know, I think any business in, in general. So we, we think that we need to reward people for joining hands with us to be a part of to participate in our activities and in turn, it will strengthen the bond within our community and we can grow it further. So any activities in Porta will be counted towards uh, your participation, like sharing our social posts, testing our ultra products, adopting our NFTs and joining the art contest, or even just saying good morning, good night, and hanging out in our Discord. So we're going to reward for every interaction that you created in Portal. And later on, when we release the um, token of our own, so you're going to have a system you can redeem your XP to the tokens that at the choice of your own. So the second part is what will be rewards. So people will soon be able to buy land and build their own house on top of it, or we call it a, a coop. That's your own fantasy space. Uh, you can personalize as you want with all kinds of furnitures and mirrors and desks and you know bathtub, couch, bed, etc. So you you can earn XP. You can earn more. You know XP by just being an active member and you know participate in the town's activities. And one of the use cases for your rewards is that you will be able to redeem those points for the furniture items. And we are looking to release, uh, you know, the alpha in the next couple of months, uh, where you can redeem the XP and you buy the furniture. Or when the tokens are out uh, in the market, you can actually maybe redeem that into the token. So that's for our own NFTs. In the long run, when we integrate more projects into our town, we will give those projects the ability to count their activities as our town's activities like for example if you integrate um let's say um human you know the collect nft collection of phantom into our metaverse which we are talking about it with uh human and so for people who adopt um human nft they will be count towards uh, an and activities are put out and they will be rewarded with XP for that. So other than having a nice piece of NFT from humans, they actually earn more XP in portal and those XP is going to be redeemed into, you know, in-game items or even tokens. So that's, that's a utility part of the NFT. Another thing you mentioned, the base partnership that we are working with them. I, I think I can't give away much out right here because I promised them that <laughs> we're not going to say anything until it's ready. But um, for the, because like, like you said, we have a very strong background. We are a team of 30 people going strong and we have been in the business for like more than 10 years and building in the web two and, and transitioning to web three. So we have a very strong technical background, we can basically build anything within a very short amount of time. So for the other projects, we will open our, you know, our town, <clears throat> sorry, we will open the platform that other people to come in and build on top of it. And 
even if they don't have enough, you know, enough manpower to build it fast, and they kind of open up with us, like I want to be with you, I want to integrate into Portal, but I think it's gonna take months, or it's gonna we don't have enough people to do it right now. Just one or two more people to work on that. So we we're willing to you know just jump in and say, hey, we. We think we can help with that. We think we can, you know, offer some, you know, introduction to the town, you know, and help with the development here and there a little bit. So, it's, you know, we are willing to have people to integrate into Portal just like that. We just, we we have enough manpower to do basically anything in this space <laughs> that quick. So yeah, we're proud of that. Right, and it seems to me that that's also going to provide a lot of. It's going to be a cycle where that's going to provide a lot of value to Podtown and to Podtown related NFT holders. Once again, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but what I'm imagining possibly is that Podtown is going to help projects leapfrog their development and then incorporate the other projects into Podtown, provide utility and use cases for their NFTs and for their tokens and for their projects. And then in turn, that's going to increase uh, the exposure and the utility of Podtown as well. Um, I'm imagining some sort of situation perhaps where um, there's staking pools created by Podtown for the other projects and then Perhaps uh, Podtown citizens can get in on some of that as well. Um, it's going to create a lot of exposure, merge communities. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of this space is all about networking. And the larger network you can get, the more powerful it is going to be with everyone together. So I really feel like that direction with providing the services to other projects and all these partnerships is just really going to strengthen Podtown and the Podtown community, which is going to be mutually beneficial for everyone involved. And I think that that's a really cool aspect to what Podtown is doing is by building that networking and strengthening those partnerships. I mean, um, let's remind people that we have a commitment to share um, a part of our profits to our holders so as long as you are holder you're always gonna have a part of the profit we make at portal that's our commitment from the beginning so the more we grow the bigger the profit will be and you know just join hand with us to build portal and you know your rewards will be you know bigger bigger over time uh, and let's talk a little bit more about um building and helping other projects because um two days ago i got on the phone with the founder of um, the project Gotjira, and you know he's we're we're working with them trying to get the wireless out for the cyber rugby and you know the guy opened up with us about um their next plan for their Gotjira nft and you know the jira token they got the jira token ready but um, they just don't you know don't have enough manpower to build kind of staking pools or building the you know transition to DeFi. so they they came to us for 
more advice on DeFi and stuff. So I feel like with our strength in building and you know technical stuff and the knowledge in DeFi, we can have a lot of NFT projects if they want to transition to DeFi and for a lot of other projects, even in DeFi, if they want to build faster, we can help with that. So we offered just an open offer to Godzilla to uh, build a staking pool for their NFT to own Jira token on Portal, you know, on top of Portal platform. They can just go to Portal and, you know, stake their Godzilla NFT. Um, so essentially we are expanding to Ethereum. So those kind of network we will have us with more outreach and community building. And I think we're helping them, they're helping us. It's a win-win situation, right? Right. It's uh it's a mutually beneficial symbiotic relationship that is just gonna help both projects grow as they network and integrate together. Um, which I think is is essentially what business is all about. And I like how the pod team understands this and focuses on this. Uh going back to you said before, um been doing been been working in web two at least. Uh, for about a decade, um, and you're talking about lots of profit sharing for um, for the pod town citizens. I also think that something a lot of people don't don't know about the pod town team is that um, the core team all comes from from console from console.so. It's a already well established software engineering uh, company and firm that has its own employees that's doing its own thing. And a lot of the team members, as far as from little bits I've gathered here and there, have their own businesses going on. And all of the core team of Podtown are at a point in life where they can afford to focus entirely on Podtown and commit everything they have to it right now because A, they're already financially comfortable, they already have their lives and business stuff established, but also it's a passion, it seems, um, that the whole core team is really, really contributing everything they have to this project. Um, and it's crazy when you stop and think about the numbers of, of what's going on. Like, for instance, with the with the Cyber Rabbi Mint coming up, um, I think on the roadmap it says that 2,000 minted, um, there's going to start to be 50% kickback of all of the, all of the funds gathered from minting. That's going to go to all previous holders of Necos and those, and, and the cyber rabbies that all come before whatever mints are next. Uh, that's a pretty big number, you know, 50% of the kickback. Um, that's really awesome. I mean... Who who's not who? What Neko holder is not going to want that, right? Right. Yeah. And, and, and mean, further. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was yeah, going to say. Further, further on from that, um, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about the the Cyber Rabbi coming up here. I'm sure a lot of people are interested in that. But another cool thing I heard rumor of, I don't know, maybe you can confirm or deny this um, or just tease us a little bit on it. Um, 
I think one one part of Podtown right now um, is a little overlooked because the team is very busy, but that's the the lottery Pod Together. And Pod Together is a lot like Pool Together on Ethereum. Anyone can go over to Pool Together. They have a Pool Together has a lot of really awesome videos they've created like marketing and introduction and educational videos. Um, and you look at the numbers that Pool Together is doing and it's huge, it's astronomical. And one day Pod Together can get, you know, anywhere close to those numbers. Um, the Neko, and I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure Cyber Rabby staking coming up soon. Uh, there's revenue share that the stakers get from the lottery. Right now it's not so much, but in the future, if and when Pod Together can blow up to anything even close to where Pool Together's at, staking the the Necos and possibly the, the Cyber Rabbies in the future for that revenue share and profit share, that's going to be huge. Like, you you might actually make some, some good <laughs> money by staking your NFTs. And I also think, you know, once again, that's providing value to the community. It's providing value to the NFTs. And... I've been hearing I, I I'm hearing whispers on the wind that also from the Rabby Mint the team might take um a good chunk of the mint money as well and use that the other fifty percent that's not getting kicked back to current holders and might use that to seed some some money for some pools in the lottery, which is gonna then increase the prize amounts which will then draw in a lot more users. Will, that will then just increase the revenue share, making staking uh, for that rev share so much more attractive and amazing. Um, is that something that possibly the team is talking about, uh, seeding the uh, the lottery pools with some Ravi Mint money? <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a super long question. But yeah, the answer is yes. Um, let's go back to the... The first part of your questions is being docs. You know, being docs is something that we are not talking about much because um, personally, I I don't think that's something important because w whether you're docs or not, because people only look at the results, you know, whether you can provide any values, you can provide any results or not, just not whether you're docs or no. Uh, even though docs is good uh, to build trust, but um, we just don't rely on that to create trust here. And like you said, um, our team kind of independent team, which uh, we don't rely on the funding from the men to continue development. So like from the upcoming mint, we contribute 50% of the minting revenues back to the current holders. Like if you hold the seven echoes or if you are the early mentor of the cyber rugby, you're gonna earn the, a part of that 50% of the later mint. So that's how we commit to, you know, profit sharing to our holders. And that's just proves that we don't need I think we money is good money is good money, but we uh, all in all we just don't stress too much on that um, when it comes to the funding for development because we have uh, 
we have been in the business for a long time and we have kind of other sources of money to keep on building. And for Pop Town, I, I can say that it's, we are trying to build something bigger than ourselves, essentially. So that's um, th that's a vision for the long long run because uh, what we're trying to do is not trying to cast graph or trying to, you know, have a lot of profits as soon as possible, but we're trying to build for the long run. And like you said, um, yeah, actually we have uh, the plan to use the mint revenue to boost other towns activities like the, the pot together, pot together a staking pool. For, for those people who don't know, Sun already mentioned that it's um, essentially a phantom version of pool together on Ethereum. It's where you deposit the money, your token in, and it generate um, a part of interest giving back to you and another part of profit will be contributed to a bigger lottery pool and the lottery will draw every week and lucky winner will take all take home all of the lottery pool. So it gives people the the ability to have a shot at some you know big money prize without having to risk their money instead of buying lottery you don't have anything if you don't win here uh, if you deposit the money in put, put together you still have the your deposit a uh, half of your uh, interest and you have the potential to earn big with the lottery so in the in the future when we finish the mint we might use that money to boost for the pool you know generate more interest for the lottery pool and you know kind of make it more appealing for people essentially like we, we usually i think we did that with our form before the grim catastrophe happened and you know we will continue doing that right i remember before uh before last december the uh the pod together uh tvl was was massive um yeah that that unfortunate incident last december kind of kind of wiped everything uh kind of wiped everything clean for for a lot of people <laughs> including the team and the team's seed money in there which was unfortunate but um yeah I, i'm really looking forward to 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 seeing the pools get um reseeded and to see that tvl boost again uh, cause those were, those are some good fun times and those, those are fun drawings too, you know, when there's like a big, you know, multi-thousand dollar drawing on the line, everyone's just sitting there like rubbing their hands and licking their lips. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to, to see that, uh, come back again. Um, we already just talked about the cyber rabbi a little bit. Um, I think that's probably why a lot of people are here right now. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Should we, should we get into the cyber rabbi a little bit more? Maybe start off with some of this cool foundational technology with layer zero and the, uh, the omni chain situation. Sure. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I think, for, for the omnichain technology, we need SNS uh, here and HN here. But um, UNU, UNU. UNU, yeah, UNU here. UNU. So 
I might, I might answer some of the questions around uh, the idea and the technology, but um, I think he's the one who is clear of what to do. Is that? <laughs> yeah, H and H, he just, he just, he just ditched us though. He's all like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna go party." I thought he'd be here to hold my hand and provide emotional support, but fortunately, I've kind of looked into the layer zero stuff myself personally. From what I understand, the layer zero project is kind of like a larger umbrella, and under that, there's several other teams working on multiple projects. One being um, the Stargate bridge um which i don't know i think they may not like call it being called the bridge but um essentially it's what it is there's another team that's working on the omni chain nft stuff uh the foundation of the layer zero technology is a different novel and new way to exchange data between two blockchains because that's a huge mm -hmm. part of distributed ledger technology right now is the interoperability how are we going to share data and information between different chains big issues are the different chains could be written in different languages like phantoms written mostly in go um if i recall correctly and also the consensus mechanisms and protocols of the different chains they operate under different rules when you really break it down uh the interoperability is is a big issue and layer zero is trying to solve that with some new novel technology it's not a traditional network um with their own individual validator nodes and whatnot like a normal bridge they have this um endpoint system with a blind relay and oracle system to make sure that the proper data is transferred between the two chains it's all data essentially so the one team with the Omnichain NFT situation is working on that and bridging NFTs, which I think is really cool because then we can take our NFTs like the Cyber Rabbies and we can move them around to any chain um, that opens up so many more markets. You know, like let's say the, the Cyber Rabby market, let's say you're an NFT flipper, the Cyber Rabber, the Cyber Rabby market on Phantom may not be doing so good. You can go check it out on OpenSea. Who knows? Maybe you might get some crazy good prices over there on Ethereum network. You could also go over to Polygon, Avax, wherever this may go. And I think that also opens up some great partnership opportunities. Like perhaps Podtown has a partner on one of these other chains. And they're going to have some kind of staking, like some ISO uh, initial staking offering where you can stake your cyber rabbies in their pool to get a little bit of something or perhaps different events happening on the different chains um i personally think that this is kind of a big deal and and really cool to be able to just seamlessly and easily move your nfts between different chains um that's about as far as i think i can gather on that without h and h here to hold my hand <laughs> man you know stuff you know stuff you know i i think i can't answer better than that so kudos to you so yeah I, I think i can say um in a simple term in a layman term um uh, layer zero what layer zero is doing is that they are deploying their own con smart contract on every change that they support 
And for us, the de developers, we don't have to deal with um, each chain individually, but we can just go direct to layer zero protocol and interacting with them directly. And they will handle on the connection with the other chains by themselves. So they're acting like the middleman who solves all the backend connection. And we just, you know, work on just one single point of contact uh, of layer zero. So back to when we started working on our auto compiler compi and we integrated the poor USDC from their Stagate protocol. I think that protocol is doing so good now. I think the TVO is like two billion, huge. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I I talked to the team. Um, I talked to the team about uh, cooperating and you know kind of co-marketing for our pools. That didn't work out. Um, they kind of too busy for that. But that was lucky because um, I somehow got in touch with uh, the CEO CEO of um, Layer Zero himself, like Primo. And then when we later when we tried to integrate Cyberabby using the Layer Zero technology, um, I talked to him again and. He offered to help with all the technical stuff, and we created a group on Telegram with um, where he added his entire you know dev support team there to answer all of the questions we have when we integrate. So that's a huge support from the um, layer zero protocol. And I think what they're doing is really great. That opens up a huge opportunity for us to build the multi-chain uh, universe, the multi-chain metaverse. And from that, people will be able to transfer their assets, their NFTs across multi-chains, and we will be able to easily create a unified experience across chains seamlessly. You don't have to switch chains, you know, and see the glitches here and there. It's just it just feel like you're on just a web tool. Um, you know, it doesn't glitch, I, I suppose. Yeah, not to not to geek out on on the whole layer zero situation too much. Um, but yeah, I think Stargate, the approach they're taking, um, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but they have this really unique novel idea of using the USDC as a liquidity hub for their cross chain multi-token swapping uh i think they're making their own dex aggregator with dex partners uh coming up here soon and i don't know maybe that could be something else that could be incorporated into Podtown and the metaverse you know you can go on down to your little cross-chain market and with a few clicks of a button just transfer assets of different tokens across different chains and once again uh looking at onboarding new users into DeFi, into the crypto scene, that would be another amazing thing that Podtown would be doing to help bring people in who are new to the scene, have no idea what's going on. It's going to simplify things. It's going to have gamified aspects to kind of smooth it all over, but also reward people for participating and essentially learning for their own good. Uh, it's a win-win-win all around for everyone. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, not to geek out on that too much, but I do believe also 
you guys are uh, working on the, you're looking at doing the Cyber Rabi as the ERC721A, uh, which is going to save us a lot of gas money on the Ethereum chain. Is, isn't that what's going on with the Rabi Mint? Yeah, um, again, with the Limentum, um, it's going to save you a lot of gas minting Cyber Rabi because uh, of the kind of, protocol we use from azuki team um they invented that and they published and we just use it uh, it's very efficient gas efficient for people want to mint in bulk and i think it's gonna save a lot of gas for you guys just uh, as simple as that but right but so go back to the uh go back to the omnichain uh, method that we we do i think it opens up a lot of new ways for nft projects to do things for example, you might mint on Phantom, which is very cheap on gas and very easy to move around with like the fast transaction or something like that. And then you can uh, transverse it to another chain which have more uh, utility or more liquidity uh, on the market. For example, you, you, you mint on Phantom and then you put it to Ethereum and then put it on OpenSea to sell it. Or uh, if the, the project is building like games on Solana, you can easily bridge the NFT to Solana and then use it in the game. So it's open so many ways uh, for the project to use the NFT and also for the token. Right. Right. Absolutely. Hey, maybe, maybe it's time for a quick giveaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Rata, Ratatat, Rata, <laughs> you up? So, what are we? What do we got? What do we got on the? Uh, what do we got on the block right now? What's what's what, what's being given away here? Tono, sell me, sell me on this. Tell me. Mm -hmm. I think Rotat is trying to give away one or two wireless spots for the Cyber Rapi. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, while she's ooh, getting ooh. that queued up, everyone <laughs> to, the, to the chat here. Uh, she's yeah. going to throw that up here soon. But you talk about the the whitelist for the Rabbies. Uh, maybe we can start getting into some of the, the questions from the audience and from other people I've seen in the Discord over the last couple of days. Uh, has the team arrived at, at some kind of idea yet um, how the whitelist is going to work exactly? For instance, like how many rabbies will someone be able to mint with a whitelist spot? Um... I would say up to five. So that's a number. Uh, if you win a well spot, you you're gonna be able to mint up to five. Oh, the the giveaway already started. Yeah, go in there, people. <laughs> I join. And, I join. Let's see who wins. And, <laughs> oh, mama. mama! Mama already got it. So, so here's the thing. Um. Do you notice that we have wireless, wireless, and uh, maybe triple or quadruple wireless, double wireless right now, and maybe triple wireless. So, um, 
we don't know uh, the max level yet. The king is trying to hide it. But if you reach the max level, you might get something very big beside the, the wireless thing. So Ooh. just keep spamming the wireless on every event that you, you can. So you can get double, triple, or quadruple wireless. And then maybe you when you get to like ultimate wireless, you might got something from the team. That's alpha. <laughs> so I also know that um, someone else asked a question um, regarding um, giving out lots of whitelist allocations and if there's going to be a guarantee for everyone to be able to mint a rabbi. Um, I think honestly, just through through observation of other projects and, and just kind of working through with logic, I think I might be able to essentially answer that with the idea that A, you have to assume that not everyone is going to use that whitelist spot. Not everyone is going to mint their full allocation of rabbies. Therefore, it's always good to give out more whitelist spots in general. But then also, with the kickback system, I mean, I'm not going to speak for anyone else but myself, but I'm going to be minting some rabbies straight away. With the kickback system, <laughs> the earlier you get into minting, especially before that uh, 2000 mint mark, uh, you're going to get more out of it in the long run from the kickbacks. So we're all going to have whitelist spots. That's great. But I really think that there's going to be a a reasonable and logical reason for people to try to mint as quick as possible anyways. So I don't think the whitelist situation is going to be a bottleneck or an obstacle by any means. I think the the bigger consideration is, like myself personally, I'm going to be trying to mint some rabbies ASAP and at least get in before that 2000 mint mark. So I think that is kind of a, a more important detail to pay attention regarding that kind of thing. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Um, let's say we kind of did our calculation with the wireless and, you know, numbers, we run the numbers and, um, I can safely say it's within, you know, you know, just everything is under control. The wireless is not going to be a bottleneck, like you said, um, the, 50% profit sharing kickback, um, I think it's going to be a huge, like a huge uh, encouragement for people to mint early. So even even if not everybody use of the allocation for wireless, it's going to be, you know, kind of mint out quick. I, you know, I'm confident about that. And we are not trying to give a lot of wireless. We only give it to some of our partners that we are having on Ethereum. And it's not like we are giving everybody the wireless, like here and there, just some of the selected partners from ours. So not so much, not so little, just like the right amount. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of... Uh... 
a lot of contemplation and number crunching going on behind the scenes that a lot of people probably don't uh, probably don't see. So Danny here has a question. Um, he's asking about the the fifty percent kickback. He wants to know what tokens are the kickbacks going to be paid in. Um, is it going to be ETH or wrapped ETH or how is that going to work? Um. I think we are not gonna change anything. Whatever kind of token we receive it, we're gonna distribute it in the same type, like receive ETH or looks, which is distribute the same tokens to our users, to our holders. Yeah. So yeah, not gonna change. Yeah. Uh ZHY0512 asked, uh, what do we need to expect in Podtown? Um, I feel like we've kind of <laughs> covered a lot of that earlier. Um, I don't know exactly what they mean specifically with that, but um, I think we kind of went over a lot of already what to expect with Podtown currently and what's coming up in the future. Uh, what do you guys think? You, you you agree on that? Yeah, I think we spent the last hour, you know, trying to answer that question, what to right. build and what kind of values we are going to bring give to our users so yeah i think we answered that question already but uh, if you still have more to ask around that um i think i can say we, we are still early and you know we're gonna make it and you guys are <laughs> right if anyone listening now or into the future if you ever have any questions Feel free in the Discord channel to ask them. You can ping me. You can ping Tono. Preferably ping Tono just to harass him because that's what I like to do. <laughs> uh, don't be shy. You can always ask questions. We're always around. Um, Mission Specialist asks, uh, they're new to the community and they managed to score five Nekos. What benefit will the Nekos have in terms of collecting the pod token um and will they qualify for land so essentially i guess they're asking um as far as the cyber necos are concerned how does that relate to the pod token and the land launching um i know other people have asked this before um does the neco essentially get some sort of automatic whitelist allocation for the paw token it's going to be called the paw token i do believe and the yeah. the land um i uh, <laughs> like like wanna talk yes. about this so, okay all right uh, go ahead. imagine imagine Botow is like a real society a real town a real city where we have uh its own economic system and the pot token is like the currency um and the share of the town so the 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 citizen like the Nico or the Rappi, they will be they will have to work in order to get the the money uh from the ecos the, like the economy right so they have you have to raise them you have to um do some work with them uh do you have to have some activities so that you can earn the reward from the town. And those could be uh, like the tokens. Um, those and you can use those token back to to buy the stuff to build your own house, to build your own land, and then we can build the town together. 
So um, and we also open up to uh, to other projects uh, like immigrants uh, where they can join our town, uh, be their own like citizen, and then work for the town and then get some reward, uh, maybe as token. Right, that's I all. Think, very... I, I can add something to this. Um, in in the society, like like that, um, it has something to do with our tokenomics. Um, we designed the town so that when other people who don't have uh, portal NFTs who want to participate in our deeper activities, they they're gonna kind of delegate their money, their token into one of our cybernacles or cyber rap beads. So your cybernacles or cyber rap beads will essentially be the validator of the network. And you're like the middleman, the validator, and you're gonna earn a part of profit, like a service fee for being the validator, right? And that's how you're gonna be the center of the town to, you know, to be the validator of the network and earn from that is another source of income for the holders. I, I probably should not get into this, like into more details, <laughs> but that's an overview of uh, our tokenomics we are working on. Probably will be out in uh, the next couple of months. And yeah, you you if you are a current holder of uh, you know Cybernacles or the, the upcoming holder of Cyber Rugby, you'll be qualified for land sales and for token IDOs. So yeah, yeah, I think also um, perhaps something that that people may not realize understand too um, with this and basis of it is quite apparent with with Podtown and someone asked in the questions too um about like nft cash grab stuff um and project cash grabs and it should be abundantly apparent with Podtown already that that's not what's going on you can look at everything that that the pod team has built already and the direction things are going and um yeah, I think that there's uh there's just a lot of a lot of passion and commitment with this project and um yeah, I don't know, did we did we did we answer that question fairly well? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Um yeah, and the next question is kind of like the uh how do you compare Podtown to other NFT projects? Um, me personally, I don't think it's like a lot of other NFT projects. I've been uh, here hanging out in Podtown for quite a while because I saw the the unique value and uh, direction Podtown's going. Uh, I know there's a few other projects that are kind of have similar goals and aspirations, um, but they don't have such a cool team behind it as Pod together. But um, do you have anything uh, you want to say trying to uh, compare Podtown to other NFT projects? I don't know, man. It's just like we don't like to position ourselves as just an NFT project because we have a lot more into it. Like, 
the DeFi and gamification and platforms and you know virtual society, metaverse, a lot of stuff going on. So it's more like so it's maybe something new or something not usual for the Ethereum community coming over here, but we are not just a a project for you know PFP project, but we are more than that about DeFi and metaverse and something much much bigger. Um, everything is still early. We are trying to build the foundation, you know, the infrastructure for the town. Not not something that big yet, but uh, yeah, uh, like I said, NFT is a gateway to the metaverse and that's how we start with an NFT with a collection and then from that we will um pick up the interest and gain the attraction and you know work it out from there. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's comparable to, to anything else really going on. There's a lot of other projects that are doing similar things in, in smaller, more compartmentalized um aspects but i really feel like pod town um has a lot going on there's a lot of moving parts it might seem kind of large and complex however it seems that the goal is to actually make the whole experience very simple and easy um a lot of a lot of the work i think the team is doing is is all going to be under the hood and maybe not really appreciated up front on on uh on the surface level but uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't personally know of any other projects that are going into such an in-depth, um, full breadth of technical exposure and incorporation of all the different aspects of DeFi and GameFi and NFT. Uh, it really seems like Podtown is is going really hard on it. Um, but and it it's it's a lot of work. Takes a big team. Um, yeah, I think the the core members look something around 16 or so, but I think you've said before that the whole team is around 30 people uh, working on Podtown and uh, currently trying to expand it as well. So that's a, I think that's an important thing to note on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, we so... like to build stuff. Yeah. We... <laughs> And a lot has been built. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we don't like to talk about. Maybe we we should change it, but uh, we just don't like to run our mouth. Just um, we prefer to keep building in silence, and when something that um has proven, we're gonna talk about it. But otherwise, it's just gonna keep building in silence. Right. That's another thing I love about Podtown is there there isn't like an announcement to an announcement to a rumor of an announcement. Um the team works in silence. A lot of times we don't even know stuff is happening until it's already happened. Like the compounder. I think most of us didn't know that the team was building their own in-house compounder for the metaverse until like it was already up on the site. <laughs> and I was like, "What the, what is this?" Um yeah, same thing with the wallet. I think no one knew uh, that Podtown was building their own wallet as well, which if people have not checked out the wallet, it is really cool, very functional. Um, it's still kind of early on the wallet. As far as I know, there's a lot more coming. Um, but from what I gather, the 
the Podtown wallet is going to have an amazing focus on NFTs. I know a lot of us who have been in the space a while have been providing all sorts of feedback and suggestions and requests to the Podtown team on the wallet. They have been taking those into consideration and implementing them, which is another cool thing about Podtown is the core team is always hanging out in the Discord, listening to the community, taking actually listening and taking in the suggestions and then implementing them. Um, I love P. I love Panda. Like whenever we find some kind <laughs> of little bug, uh, he fixes it so instantaneously. I've seen huge, huge projects with so much money behind them where things just like front end issues don't maybe get addressed right away. And with P, it's like, yo, P, I found this weird little bug. And then he's like, okay, I'm on it 20 minutes later. Okay, it's fixed. Try it again. <laughs> really cool. But uh, I feel like what's going to happen with the NFT section of the Podtown wallet, it's going to grow to become something amazing uh, based off of all of the suggestions and input the community has been giving. Uh, but once again, the the wallet just appeared. We had no idea. It just, it just appeared. There was no announcement to the announcement like, boom, it's there. Uh, before yeah. it even got announced. So I think that what you're saying with that working in silence is um, is something that I think has great value in this project and is really cool and unique. I mean, um, for people from Ethereum, this is something that you might know. The Trade Sniper is one of the top tools for sniping the rare, and, you know, the very good uh, buy from OpenSea. So... Portal is one of the early investors of Trade Sniper, and we have access to the team. We have the inter integration ready. So, for our wallet, we are trying to you know expand the NFC tab, and in the future, we're gonna integrate Trade Sniper directly into our wallet. So, essentially, you're gonna look at your wallet, see your NFC, and then you can enable the trace sniper extension within your wallet and see which is a good one, which is not a good one. And yeah, that's, uh, that brings up a lot of opportunity for the wallet to be in use. And um, I think for those flippers and collectors, it's gonna be a very, very useful tool for you along, you know, down the line. Right. I feel uh I feel that the wallet, the the NFT tab of the wallet is going to be the the go-to wallet and feature for anyone who's in the NFT scene, especially if you're an NFT flipper. And soon you can be a, a multi-chain NFT flipper with the help of, of Layer Zero and Podtown. Yeah. All right, let's get some more questions grinded out here. Um, Steve P asked for a breakdown of the project history benefit of, of the people. Um, I think we've covered that pretty well already, but Steve, if you want some more specific answers to more specific questions, uh, go ahead and feel free to ping any of us in, uh, in the discord channels and we can break things down on a more detailed basis for you there. Uh, good old Bimps here asks with the mint after rabbies, and then he's hinting at Hooters. The uh, the owls, I think, is what's been uh, hinted at might be next. They want to know, Bims wants to know if the rev share will be split equally between Neko and Rabby holders. I, I love Bims. 
the dude is hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be, you know, cybernetics and cyber rabbits are gonna be treated equally, like this same type of citizen with the same um, kind of benefits, same profit sharing. But um, like we can look look at it like this uh, because cyber nickels can have the advantage of being there already. So you own cyber nickels, you can earn the uh, mint revenue from the beginning instead of you know waiting for the, the further mint like the um, early minter of uh, cyber rapi. So yeah, you're gonna earn more from that. Right. Okay, let's get to uh oh floppy flopster. Uh <laughs> floppy doesn't hang out in the disc in the in the uh in the podtown disc he doesn't hang out on Discord at all. He's kind of a telegram maxi, but uh Floppy's <laughs> a, a really cool dude and um he's asking if you have to explain Podtown to an outsider, how would you start? um again i think we kind of already went over that i know we wanted to keep this to an hour we're at an hour and 11 minutes right now um so again floppy just slide into my dms bro like we haven't had a good combo in a while just slide on in there we'll get comfy we'll get cozy by the fireside we can chat all about uh pod town um don't fall for that i don't know what don't what's that Don't fall for the uh, sweet words from uh, Sunfire. You're gonna regret it. Yeah, Tono, 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 and and H and H kind of already know how how it operates. But but yeah, they're um yeah, like H and H is saying in the chat. We 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 kind of have a thing going on already. But Floppy, you you know you're always welcome. There's in our tiny little single bed in the pod town cube that we all share. There's always gonna be room for a Floppy Flopster. <laughs> Damn. Uh, let's let's get we're we're grinding through these questions here. Uh, maybe maybe we just uh go for another giveaway. Ooh, can't Ooh. say no to that. <laughs> hey, you got that? All right, who's out for another giveaway? What are we What are we giving away this time? I don't know. It's up to Ratat. Giveaway. Give away. Oh, oh, look! It it looks like it's Tono seed phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the joke, the joke is on you guys though, because there's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? You ready? I'll it jump in. Up. Get in there. Oh, yeah. I can Okay. No, Tono, you cannot enter the giveaways. We've discussed this so many times. <laughs> Holy Lord. Tono, if you win, you're sleeping outside with, with Dig Dug tonight. <laughs> I mean, let's see if I have that luck again. Oh, Atlas. Wow. What a bummer. Knock it off, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right, so... Congrats, Atlas. 
you. All right. Excited All right, on that. So let's get back to the answers and questions. And answers. Yeah. Um, I mean, Keone is asking about um, the difficulty in getting whitelisted, people using bots to grind out whitelist, and um, how do you notice potential holders aside from the bot users and people just chatting up in the active community? Um, I really feel like Ratatat, Ratatouille's been very active in engagement with that. Um, we have multiple channels. Um, where like the everything under the cyber rabbi category, how to whitelist, whitelist games, um, under the rabbit hole. If you are, uh, if you do get the whitelist role, then the under the rabbit hole um, locked channel is then available for you to see, and conversation and things go on in there. Ultimately, though, it's very difficult. People are going to use bots. People are going to try to game and cheat anything in life. Um, and that's just, that's just part of it, but, um, we, Ratatouille is doing an amazing job of keeping up with the engagement, um, keeping up with making sure that the people who are getting the whitelists are actual people and not just bot abuse. Um, so I think that kind of answers that question right there. It's, it's a lot of, of elbow grease. It's a lot of boots on the ground, actual work in the server that Ratatouille's uh, been doing, and um, I'm not much. I'm not so sure if there's uh, too much more that can be done besides Ratatouille putting in all that work for that. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add on that? Um, I think people don't know that we have Nickelbot, which is uh, kind of a very comprehensive bot for Discord. We use Nickelbot to verify the holders. So you just verify the wallet with the bot and it will tell um, us that if you are a holder or not, and it will give you the role accordingly. Like if you have more than 10 tabernacles in your wallet, it's gonna give you the role of uh, people with 10 NFTs. And if you have more than 20, 10, uh, 25, like, hundreds or five hundreds. So the bot will know, you know, kinda it can verify your ownership of our NFTs. So that's the first part to, you know, distinguish the owner and not the owner. If you see yourself having the uh, when they go through um drone with with you, then you know the bot already kinda differentiates uh, the holders and not the holders. And yeah, with all the bots and grinders, I think she asked, um, how do you notice potential holders aside from them chatting or being active in the community? The answer is no, we don't. We just can't notice the potential holders or not. It's just, I think we just put them out there and if people like them, they're gonna buy it and they're gonna hold it. It's, if they they don't we just can't help it. so yeah we just don't discriminate uh, against you know potential holders or not potential holders it's just it's just like whether they like them or not yeah but yeah. Uh, i think i think um when uh, we are only on phantom we have uh, like a cozy community that we all know each other but I think when we roll more into other chains and open up for new uh, 
community members. I think we might need help from the community to become moderator on on the Discord channel. So we're open up to any kind of hands to help for for that. And also uh, thanks for the OG moderators like Sunfire, Dick Duck, and on of the members like seemed uh, uh, that have on on keep an eye on the Discord channel as well. Right, and I I personally feel that maybe someone gets the whitelist spots, they mint the rabbies. Maybe they're not going to be a long term holder. Um, mm -hmm. it's still a good thing, you know, like when, when we look at how much rev share goes back to holders, um, just getting the rabbies minted is going to provide great value to all the holders that alone. Um, but then the way that royalties work and royalties going back to the Podtown treasury, which the team, uh, could do all sorts of fun stuff with. Um, I know there's been talks of plans, uh, different things that could be a whole another AMA on its own, but, um, you know, if they're, if they're going to not, if they're going to end up not being a long-term holder, um, I don't know if that is, is necessarily a bad thing. Um, a, a road I mean, to cross later. <laughs> I mean, minting, minting is just the starting point, you know? Um, having the revenue share from the mint is just the starting point as well. And for people who think long term, they're gonna see that um, what kind of value Portal is bringing to the holders. So, if uh, if you can see that value, you're gonna stay. So we appreciate that. And if you don't, I don't, I don't know. Just yeah, can't say anything about that. But um. A little bit to look back at what we said earlier. We already have a strong team of thirty people building Portal, and we have our infrastructure ready. A lot of products already released. Uh, DeFi products like uh, the wallet, the auto compounder, the lottery game, the auction house, and the proof of engagement mechanism, and you know one two NFT collection. So it's kind of already in motion not like we are new from yesterday so it, that's some kind of trust element there and everything is just the beginning just yeah, yeah i feel that i feel like uh that's gonna be a not gonna make it situation where they're gonna <laughs> And then maybe, and then maybe sell it, and then a couple months later, they're gonna look at the floor and be like, "Oh, good lord! Like, why did I? Why?" And then they're gonna end up buying back higher. And I don't know. We've all we've all done that. I'm not gonna act like I haven't done that in the past, but um, but yeah, that might be something that they're gonna regret later down the road. Um, all right. Let's next. Yeah, let's grind out some more questions here. Um, so. Yeah, we kind of talked about this. Uh, Tet asked um, about lots of NFT projects just being cash grabs. Uh, how will you ensure holders after the mint? So, I mean, I feel like we once again have kind of already discussed all of that. Um, if you look at the history of Podtown going back the last six plus months, um, just the actual, without even talking about it, just looking at what has actually been built by the team 
Um, I think it's pretty obvious that that's not what's going on with Podtown. Although, I do believe, Tet, that you might be correct in stating that there are a lot of NFT projects that might be viewed as kind of... Uh, and I, and I, I'm not trying to be negative about any other project. However, people do talk about these kind of things, about projects being cash grabs and whatnot. And um, I... I I've heard rumors that what's going on right now with the Omnichain NFT stuff is maybe something kind of like that. People are just pushing out collections. Um, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I just hear what people kind of talk about. I'm kind of excited to see Podtown uh, have Omnichain NFTs because Podtown is obviously um, going places and doing things so i think it's going to be really cool to see the cyber rabbies on the the omni chain nft platform and situation um but yeah i think we've kind of covered a lot of that mm. already um moving on here um sakura is asking about the the discord server and um it being public um, I'm pretty sure that's just how it is. Uh, when you set up a Discord server, you can make it a community Discord. That's how we have um, the stage situation right now. And, I mean, you look at any large... I think the Spooky Swap server is over 40,000 members, uh, close to 45,000 members, and they're set up as a public community server too. Um, I think that's just how it goes once you get to a certain size. Um, I'm pretty sure that there are no plans to making the Podtown server completely private, is there? No, absolutely no. Um, yeah, we just want to keep it open and accessible to everyone. And uh, maybe harder for us to keep it like organized, but um, that's something we have to do by ourselves. But um, it's more important when we open up for uh, everyone. But we we might uh, have some like private channels uh, for our uh, own, <laughs> our holders and our our on time members, where we only yeah. share like my like my uh, like investment opportunities or like private sale stuff that we partner with some of the other projects. So uh, yeah, uh, we we also, we will have like private channels. Of course, for to for people to get cozy in there, uh, like our own holders, our citizens to get cozy in there, and also public channels for people to like chime in and then have a talk and then see what's going on with the town. Right. Right. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Some uh, some some closed private channels where holders of different NFTs can maybe uh hang out and, and chat. Everyone everyone kind of likes that, you know, Discord Discord roles really instill the, the feeling of value and power. Yeah. <laughs> like Big Duck Sim role. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's very few people that have the Dig Dug Simp role. I don't think people understand the, the power of that role and the doors that it opens. <laughs> no, really, there isn't I... anything going on there. Yeah. So, right. um, what's next? Right. Um, we answered this in the chat, but uh, might be good to just go over it in case anyone missed that. Uh, Danny wanted to know about the kickback. Is it just for rabbit hole, rabbit holders, or Neko holders? 
the answer is both. Um, both rabbis and both nakos are the citizen of town, so they're gonna get the equal share. Right, and it seems to me, I'm not exactly sure how the scheme is set up, but I've seen similar concepts with other projects before. Um, it seems to me like people who mint rabbis sooner are going to benefit more from the kickbacks. Mm, absolutely. Is that true? Okay. Yes, that's correct. Um, and Vio, uh, <laughs> Vio, Vio is a really cool, real cool person, uh, NFT artist as well. Well, he's an artist. Um, I think he's trying to do some some of his own NFT projects, working with some other projects as well. Uh, real cool cat. And uh, they want to know if there's a guide how to mint a legendary Rabbi. And this is actually interesting. <laughs> I was looking at the Neko, the Cyber Neko collection. So I was looking at the entire collection and the mint numbers. And I noticed that the first hundred or so uh, Cyber Nekos that were minted, I would say probably like more than half of them were at least <laughs> mythic and a few were legendary. So I don't know if it's going to follow that same pattern, but it's looking to me like you want to be one of the first minters. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just in, it's up to you. It's up to you. Like We can't say anything about that, but it's just random. Random luck. Right. <laughs> But All some right. um you you want to know some alpha in there? Well that's <laughs> what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so um don't quote me on this, but um maybe the more you mint, the higher chance that you get a rarer rapi. <laughs> okay. I mean I mean it's not obvious like uh the more you mint, the higher chance like you're gonna get. Like just, you know, it's how to say, um, the first one, the first one you mint, the chance of getting the rare one is, like let's say five, and then the second one you mint, that chance is gonna go up to six, and maybe the twentieth you mint, that chance is gonna is gonna go up to 20 so let's just put it simple like that so the more you mint the more likely you're gonna ha have a rare one that sounds like a lot of work for h and h because it seems <laughs> like you would, like you would have to design some kind of algorithm to implement the the mathematics here and that honestly <laughs> i know it sounds simple on the surface but i think under the hood when you break it all down to to data and code uh that sounds really complex actually the poor guy what have you done to him <laughs> he, he got to go he, he yeah he's out of here now he's like yeah i gotta go work on this um wow that's really cool so um i guess that's a good little alpha leak uh the more you mint the higher your chances are gonna be to uh to get some some legendary and some mythic cyber rabbies I think we are coming down to the last question. Uh, anybody have any other questions? Just keep them coming. I think if we don't have enough time to answer on the show, we're going to answer you in the chat.
All right. So, yeah, open floor for questions if anyone wants to toss one in last minute right now. I think that's it. I think Kione asked uh, the last question, since the server is open public, how will you balance or organize your safe community? So yeah, um, there's concerns, but um, we're trying our best, kind of with the combination of uh, labor work, uh, we oversee the community by ourselves and at the same time, we limit channels to only people who are verified. And yeah, that's a good starting point. And like like said earlier, we are looking for more people to join us, you know, to be our moderators. So if you are one of those people, just raise your hands and, you know, talk to us. Yeah, we're welcoming. All right, we've got a, a last minute question, uh, which actually I can't believe we didn't talk about this before because it's a, <laughs> it's a question that pops up all the time. Uh, James313 asks um, about the mint prices for the Cyber Rabbies. I also know that at one point it seemed like maybe the team was playing with an idea of like a tiered price. And I've also seen people ask if um, whitelist spots perhaps up to a certain number are going to have a lower mint price than um, public mint. Uh, what can you what can you tell us as far as the mint price and all that is concerned? Uh, the mint price. This is not 100% confirmed, but we are looking at uh, the pricing curve going from 0.1 ETH to 0 0.3 or maybe just 0 0.25 ETH. So it's like the reverse of the Dutch auction. Um, if you mint first, you're gonna get a better price. So the the later you mint, the price is gonna go up, up until our cap of 0 0.3 or 0 0.25 ETH. So that's another reason for you to in early, like the mint early and then you have better price. And yeah, that's how the price structure is going to come in handy. And then um, I know this is something that's been been asked before, but why we're on uh, the topic of that is, is the situation going to also possibly be dynamic as we see the time scale of how much is, is <clears throat> minted and whatnot? Um, or is this going to be something that's that's like a, a set in stone ordeal? Mm. You mean like at which milestone the price gonna go up, or is this? No, I don't know. I've just uh, I'm just recalling other questions that I've seen around the Discord that people have asked about. Um, I remember even some so somewhere someone talking about like after a certain amount of time, if they all don't get minted, just burn the rest of them. And I'm just like, no, my legendary rabbies don't do that. Um, 
but no, I was just uh, open question uh, as far as um, the pricing and the tier and the structure is concerned. Yeah, we are still considering that. Um, given, you know, somebody asked the if the wireless will have uh, better price than the public mint. Uh, I'm gonna say we intend to keep it the same with the starting price of the public mint because um, we already give 50% because they already have the first mover advantage to get access to the 50% revenue share from the later mint. So if we keep the price lower than the public mint, it's gonna be like too much favor or it's not gonna look fair for the later mint. So I think we, we're trying to keep it the same price as uh, the opening price of the public mint at 0.1 ETH. Okay. Mm. I hope uh I hope that answered that. Um and then Elder Dean asked uh how long will be the access for the wireless before it becomes public mint. Um you're gonna have one day for the wireless mint. Uh yeah. Oh, 24 hours, huh? Oh, oh my. Oh my. So, 24 hours before it's gone. Oh, goodness. Can, I, might, I might have to start a, a committee to, to beg for more time, maybe. <laughs> don't, don't hate me if we... Uh... As, as far as I know, you don't have the wireless roll yet. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about that with, uh, maybe another time. Uh, I know that's a, we talked about that a little bit earlier. I don't know if we really uh, got to hardcore details on that about um, current Neko holders and some kind of Cyber Rabby whitelist implementation for current Neko holders. Um, I've heard some, some rumor and talk about that around the Discord server, but I don't know. Has the team, um, arrived at any kind of conclusion with that topic yet? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. There's, um, uh, the racing game in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turned my bot on for that. I'm going to win. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so there are some, um... Well, this loss for uh, current Nichols holder, also for the um, Bat holder, like the OG card holders, and also for the Grim, um, Grim holder. Um, not not Grim, but like the uh, what's what called again? The uh, Power Fellowship holders also. So um, we have working together to finalize uh, the correct numbers for those. But yes, uh, our current bottle holder uh, with certain amount of experience point and certain amount of uh, nickel holds will be wireless also. 
All right. So I think I might be I think I'm I think I might be safe as far as the whitelist is concerned, but that's valuable <laughs> information for all current NECO holders. Um yeah, you're going to have to have your NECOs and you're going to have to have a certain level of experience um in the proof of engagement. Yes, that's correct. All right. So go and then so, say good morning, guys. You can you can gain experience by saying good morning. So is um is everyone waiting on 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 Ratatat with uh with this race yes. game? Yes. We already closed yeah. the chat, so just the signal from us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Man, today okay. I'm not lucky. Today I'm not lucky with the game because I usually win. I love how she <laughs> asks if we're ready, but no one can actually respond. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> what a tease. Okay, some emojis. Thank God someone else put the emojis in. All right. Nope. What is that? No. What? Who? Who said no. no? Just ban them from the chat right now. Oh no, Remy was one of them. No, not you too, Remy. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's Just get open started. Up. Three. Come on, open it. Two. One. Go, go, race, go, race. Go, 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 go. Man, I got sent to the chill zone. Let's see if we can break Discord. I don't know. I've seen these go pretty pretty hardcore before. These kind of races. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I honestly don't know what, what's, what exactly is going on. So what are we looking for? What are we... I don't know. I don't should know. We, should we randomly drop a message or an emoji in the channel, and then whoever we like send a sticker right below her her message, right. we we'll get the wireless. Is it the so, wireless or the merch? I think both. No. Why? Yeah. Why not both? Just toss it all. Yeah. Over. Why not both? Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ratatat's a very generous person. <laughs> uh, Rabby merchandise pick and white lot and whitelist slot tech uh, text two whitelist slots and two double whitelist slots. Woo! To whoever Ooh. has the emoji right after my message will be the winner. Yep. She even included rules that I never cared to read. So my bad. <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah, who reads? I'm a true ape, you know? I just throw my life savings at it first and then read the docs <laughs> later. <laughs> All right, are we done? I think, I think, I think she's just milking it right now. She's like, right, see right. how long. See, <laughs> If it happened already, would we even know? I guess she yeah. can just uh, pause the chat again once it happens. 
I'm on Red Tat. Yeah, Ratatouille, right you, you still there? I, I see her, like, <laughs> post things here and there, but then the chat moves so fast, I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah once it's done, we can just close the chat. Oh, Vio just won one. What? Vio. Don't see anything. It's just too much. If you zoom up a little bit, you can see her message. Uh, uh the picture. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's still going crazy. <laughs> People are typing. I'm typing too. I'm typing too. I'm not allowed to to send anything now. Why? Hey, hello. How you guys doing? Hey, King. Hey. Just uh, so for those who don't know, King just got back from the party and he's probably okay. drunk right now. So don't ask him anything. He's gonna okay. spill the alpha. So just uh, keep him silent anyway. So all I heard was King is drunk. He's leaking the alpha. Ask him lots of questions. <laughs> not good. Not good. Yeah, actually, oh, I, I just I just sit with like the guys from 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 Sky Smart They are they are working on the process. So like a lot of thing happen in the scene right now, and even for the stray neighbor, they are they kind of we kind of gonna have something with them not for now but maybe next week or next two weeks hopefully so for mm -hmm. those of you who don't know sky Mavis is the company behind axie infinity oh so that's pretty cool it sounds like a, a bit of an interesting and uh, important partnership situation there huh yeah, it's still early. It's still early. Everything is is still early. Or like need a bit of talking to them, and then let let's see if we can support each other. <laughs> hey, Jan. It's still going. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I think Ratatat's just really, really enjoying this situation right now. <laughs> it's, it's going. Okay, it's done. <laughs> All right, so I'm too tired. Too tired. Uno right. is spamming. Do we do? we do we do it? I think so. I think we did it. Yes, we did. Uno is All still right. spamming. Damn it, Uno. 
Yeah, he he it's he likes to he likes to he likes to get it rigged. We all know he's, he's trying to he's uh, abusing his power. Yeah, he's trying to sneak in. Sneaking a win there. You know, speaking right, of uh speaking of sneaking things in here, uh I'm gonna sneak I'm gonna sneak something in here, I think. Um Maybe maybe Ratatat will will help me with this. Um, I want to do a giveaway here as well. Surprise surprise giveaway. Oh. Uh, and then the winner can just uh, DM me their wallet address and I'll send them the prize. So, uh, can you post Wallet a picture of, a the... lot of... All right. What's that? Go ahead. Can you post a picture of the price first? Well, maybe, um, maybe people can see. Man, Just okay. Squeeze them up. <laughs> see, like I'm still getting used to the. Uh, I'm still getting used to the Mac, and like <laughs> okay, it's, it's it's so it's it's so difficult. Ah, hold on. I can. Uh, I don't think I can uh, post the exact picture um but i can give you guys an idea here do 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 or can i it's i i don't i honestly don't know how to like how like working the snips on the mac is i don't know how i honestly don't know how to get the snips to load into the discord chat bar <laughs> What you're talking about? I don't know what is snipped. Um, like on the on the Mac, you know, it's it's a Command Shift Four, and you take a little snip of the screen. I think it's uh, it by default it's sent to the desktop. Yeah, and then you can save it to the clipboard, but then. When I go into, when I go into, um, when I go into, to, to the Discord chat, like, um, it doesn't work. It's not that simple, H&H. It's not working. It's not working. Oh, wait. Okay. Maybe it is working. Maybe I just can't post in the channel. Uh, maybe the, the Pottown AMA channel has restrictions, uh, as the permissions shut down to post it there. That could be it. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, Ratatak closed the the AMA channel thing anyway, so that is that that gets me off the hook with that. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about uh, we we're talking about earlier partnerships and things with uh, yeah. See, I can't put it here. I think the 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 channel permissions aren't gonna uh, aren't gonna allow it. Do do do. You open it. Uh, you can post it again, son. Maybe, maybe they just. Uh... No, I can't. I can't paste the. I can't paste a, a pick into there. Oh well. Okay, so just it just doesn't matter. It like misery gif, and then we can do it. So. Like one cozy night with sun under the uh, like the firework or something like that. Yeah, well, no, Floppy Flopster already already got it, but um, 
So we <laughs> Floppy Flopster won that one already. So we were talking earlier <laughs> about partnerships um, with Podtown. I know that the the NFT and GameFi space uh, is really supportive of each other and one another. And I remember um, there's a project that I really like. I really love the art of. Um, I really like the the GameFi concept they're doing, and um, that's Phantom Lords. And I know that Podtown was one of Phantom Lords' kind of like first partnerships. I remember in the um, in the the lottery, um, there was a period of phase. There was a phase where in the lottery, uh, partnership NFTs were being added on as bonus prizes um, into the drawings. And I remember uh, we gave away a handful of Phantom Lords back then. Um, the Phantom Lord floor was a lot lower back then. Right now, the Phantom Lord floor is sitting at 60 Phantom on both PaintSwap and NFT Key, which is three times above mint price. And today, they're launching their staking and the token launch and to mint um, artifacts. And then you can burn the artifacts and your Phantom Lords together to mint an Ascended Lord. The Ascended Lords are animated pixel art. They're really cool. So I just wanted to throw a shout out to to those guys, to Henry and Stutter and Zenobia and um, Zero X Kala, who's been helping them with the contracts. And uh, we're going to do a, a Phantom Lords giveaway here. So, uh, yeah, they're sitting at 60 Phantom right now for the floor. So this should be fun. Um, I don't know. Yeah, King, uh, we should we should invite the, the Italian boys. Uh, their team is uh, mostly all Italians. Uh, we should invite them on uh, to Mushy Mushy one day. We can talk to Enri and Stutter about that. They're really cool guys. They've been busy, though. So, I don't know, Ratatat, how do you want to run this? Should we just do the, the normal the normal giveaway bot? Yeah. See, so he's going to use the bot. I was trying to get H&H to sneak in the, the custom command bot I've been playing with. Uh to do a, a different style little giveaway thing. But then I try to get Tono to look at it too, and he just shut me down. He's like, no, I don't even want to look at it. It broke my little heart. You cut your bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> really, they're on to me. I just wanted to sneak a malicious bot in and in and, and wreck the server. Yeah, go ahead, Ratatat. Let's let's run the, the Phantom Lords giveaway here. And then whoever wins it, you can go and stake it and start earning some uh some Phantom Lords tokens, the XRLC. There we go. Right, In a minute. Uh, Tono, I guess <laughs> I guess you can enter this one, Tono, because it's not technically a pod town team giveaway. But if you do enter and you win, we will all talk smack on you for a long time. <laughs> all right. And then uh my DMs are open, so whoever wins, uh, just DM me your wallet address. And then um, I'm actually not at home right now. Uh, I don't have the cord for the ledger to plug in to, uh, to the Mac. So you're going to have to give me an hour or two to get home, and I will send it on over. Erdogan, Erdogan is trying to ask for more wallets. Next time, Erdogan. Yeah, guy. 
Hey, Yaga. Woo, Yaga. He's an OG too. Oh yeah? Yeah. He he have like like ten ten nickel on his back. So early the game. Oh Yaga, that's true. Yeah, he's got the apprentice badge. Yep. Woo. And then, uh, so I'm going to drop in the chat uh, a link to the Phantom Lords Discord. Um, Yaga, you may want to get in there. I don't know. You can just go on Paint Swap right now and just flip it really quick if you want. I'm not going to hate. It's yours to do whatever you want with. <laughs> but uh, there's the Discord link. Anyone else that is interested in the project as well um, can go check that out. So I don't know. I think we. So Yaga, just uh, go ahead and DM me the the wallet address you want uh, the Lord sent to, uh, and then um, we will uh, we'll handle that when I get home later. I think uh, did we did we cover everything that we wanted to cover? We're at two hours now, Tono. I think this yeah. was uh, your worst nightmare. <laughs> over. It's over, buddy. I promise. It. Yeah. I think we got it. So um, let's wrap it up here. Yep. So uh, do we want to? Do you want to tease? Do you want to tease people with what next week's episode might be? Do we even know what it is? <laughs> yeah, maybe another time. Just yeah, I think we already at the two-hour mark, so it's gonna take us longer than for most people. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. And uh, I hope we answered all the questions that you had. And yeah, uh, if you have any other questions, just come at me. My DMs are open and uh, chat in the gen chat and in the town hall. Mm. Even if you need to, you can open the ticket and the team will assist you. All right. Well, that's uh, episode three of Mushy Mushy. All right, that's a long one. <laughs> Tono, Tono is tired. Yeah, yeah, I just woke up and got sleepy, and now I, I got sleepy again. <laughs> Get some coffee, man. <laughs> He's going to make it. All right, I'm right. dipping out. Right. I'm going to leave first this time. Because that's the cool Bye. thing to do, right? <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>